What is the difference between a stay order and an injunction? A stay, a stay order would prohibit, um, sorry, an, an injunction would re restrain the parties from taking action. A stay order, I'm not sure that I actually can uh, can give you the okay. that. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> it's not good when a candidate for a federal judgeship, Sarah E. Hill, nominated by President Biden to be the district judge for the Northern District of Oklahoma, gets asked an extraordinarily basic question about the law and oh, oh, oh I can't handle this ball. Um, that's not good. Staying injunction are very simple current terms in the law. You know, the um, the injunction stops typically is it stops the enforcement of some law. The stay stops the judicial ruling of some kind. So you enjoin the law and then somebody could stay the injunction. OK, it's not that complicated. You would think I mean, if, if some talk show host knows, then you would think that maybe um, the judge would know. And it wasn't always good on top of that. You, now, this one, you won't know. You, you may have never even heard this term. That's OK. It illustrates the point. This is Senator John Kennedy grilling in the Judiciary Committee yesterday. Ms. Hill, what is collateral estoppel? Collateral estoppel. Um, <clears throat> can I get a lifeline? I think collateral estoppel. Um, Phone a friend? Well, Senator, I will say that my practice, my 20 years of practice, has primarily been dealing with issues relating to... Um, criminal law or relating to other areas of the law yes, and if you don't know just tell me <laughs> I, I i certainly do know collateral estoppel i'm okay. finding that the bright lights of the what, moment are um what, making what it is, hard for me to recall it okay so you don't recall it okay all right so i play this not because it's a great embarrassment to her or it's entertaining i play it because this is a good example of make sure you do more than just follow the clip on social media because how this first came to my attention is Fox News had a story about it, and that clip of her not handling the question on staying in Junction well was, like, all over social media yesterday. And I'm like, okay, well, I do what I do, which is let me watch the segment. You know, it's only six minutes long when he's asking her this impromptu bar exam, which is his way. That's what John Kennedy does from Louisiana. He asks these, you know, judicial candidates. He asks them, you know, these questions. And it's meant to show whether they do or don't know what they're talking about. And if you go entirely on the stain injunction clip and maybe the collateral and estoppel clip and maybe the, ah, oh, the bright lights, you know, bright light, don't feed me after midnight and keep water away, um, then maybe you'd think that she's not really qualified. But, okay, here are some of the other questions that he asked. What is the amount in controversy requirement the amount in controversy requirement is seventy-five thousand dollars it typically governs um, in many cases almost any case in diversity jurisdiction in the federal courts okay uh, and certain other so if those first two answers were you know fail and a d maybe um probably a fail that answer is an a how about this uh what's what does the uh, 13th amendment to the constitution do it outlaws slavery what does the uh, Seventh Amendment do? It ensures that all um, civil jury trials, that all civil cases in the United States are, are done by jury trial. That you have a right to a jury trial in a civil case. Okay. And what about... What, what kind of constitutional claims are subject to uh, intermediate judicial scrutiny? Cases involving certain types of classes, such as gender or illegitimacy, are 
subject to intermediate scrutiny. Some types of speech, like commercial speech, would be subject to intermediate scrutiny. So I played this, and there was a couple of others as well that would show that she was very capable and competent at answering the questions. And so I play this only for, to show you this. Um, in the conservative commentary world, I am fairly confident that a large number of people who do jobs like I have would be on the air today or were on the air yesterday talking about how she's an idiot. And it's very easy to make that case, and the clip on um, staying injunctions is very embarrassing. However, that's not the whole picture. And the obligation you have if you're going to do news, the obligation you have if you're going to be a Christian, is to give people a little bit of grace, give people a little bit of benefit of the doubt, and try to tell both sides of the story. Because when you really just kind of cherry-pick the clips and don't play the, you know, the other stuff as well, it's very easy to make anybody look bad. Okay? And yes, the stain injunction is very embarrassing. But let's imagine, just for the sake of argument, that she's serious about the bright lights and she maybe deals with some kinds of anxiety dealing with public. It's a very intimidating thing to go before the Senate Judiciary Committee and then get impromptu bar exam grilled by, you know, John Kennedy. I mean, I... I can imagine being up there and being like, my name is what again? <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, just as an example, okay? You know me, I go on the air every day, I talk for four hours. No problem. Easy. Doesn't bother me a bit. Get up in front of a crowd. Easy. Doesn't bother me a bit. I will tell you, I have great sympathy for people who call in to a talk show ho. Uh, talk show ho. Talk show. <laughs> the... the- Freudian slip. <laughs> Who's he talking about? Self-description. Okay, so people who call into a talk show. <laughs> that was a Floridian awesome. slip. That's my favorite. That was a Floridian slip. I like that. That's a good one. I like that. Oh, man. My face is all red up in here. It's so funny. Um, so <laughs> stay on the road. So people who call into a talk show and talk with the talk show host. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's stressful. I like I do my side of the conversation for a living, and the, the times when I have called into other people or been a guest, even on a, like, oh man, why is my butterflies and my heart's racing, and why, why is this? I don't know, but it is. So, is it possible that she could be a judge and capable and competent and wonderful on the bench, and then suddenly she's in the Senate Judiciary Committee, and she's like, I don't know which one is my left foot? Entirely possible. So, I just you know, sometimes be a better Christian. <laughs> you know, like just be a little bit more generous and fair and even handed. And does it mean I would vote for her? I don't know. The uh, staying injunction one is kind of distressing, but the rest of them seem to be on target. And, you know, so when jo- when um, Dick Durbin at the end says, congratulations on surviving the John Kennedy six-minute bar exam, I, you know, yeah, I mean, that's fair. 717 on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic on the fives. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no comment. Uh, Davis Highway <laughs> headed to uh, the ramp for I-10 westbound. The left lane is blocked. Cruiser on the scene. A car slid off that uh, off ramp earlier. Um, so uh, just please use caution if you're headed down Davis going trying to get on I-10 west. Uh, Cervantes is clear through the curve on Scenic. Uh, Summit Boulevard also not showing any accidents. Highway 90 through Milton and Pace is clear. And Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze, Navarre, and Winhaven is flowing smoothly. If you have traffic info to report, text four. 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Speaking, I'm getting all these texts. <laughs> Wait, you're a talk Davis. show what? <laughs> somebody, oh, also, somebody texted me. This is kind of funny. Uh, I've, I've, I realized this after the fact. The promos that I do every day that kind of, here's what you miss on the show, and you start, you hear them in the day and the afternoon. And I was doing one on the um, 
and now I'm going to goof it up because I've got a thing about it. The uh, the spot shotter. See, I did it again. The shot spotter. I was recording that one, and I recorded it as shot spotter, and then it sounded wrong to me, so I re-recorded it as spot shotter and put that one on the air, <laughs> and I had a friend text me and be like, bro. <laughs> Say, oh man, did I really? Oh, you know, look, this is also why when I talk about gaffes, I always try to remind you know, it's funny to make fun of the gaffes. It's Joe Biden is a walking gap and she, but listen, I will tell you, God has a sense of humor almost without fail. When I'm just making fun of people, (laughs) he's like, oh, you think that's funny? Well, let me show you what you can do. Talk show host. <laughs> 718 on News Radio 92.3. Oh, that's funny. I love it. Hey, if you um, if you don't know about Pelican Drones, great company. Listen, they just uh, all kinds of businesses they work with, all kinds of individuals. And you might think, well, they do drone f- video footage. Okay, and that's true. Obviously, it's in their name. Dr- you know, Pelican Drones. Um, but the the number of applications for their service is, I mean, almost limitless. You are selling a real estate parcel. And you want to get ground and aerial footage. You want to put it together in a video so you can put it online. They can do all of that. And then you own it, by the way. They don't retain the right. You own it. Okay, it's kind of a nice thing that they do. Um, Comprehensive video creation for a construction project. Uh, You want to, you know, do an immersive video 3D so that later on you could basically go in and, and look around at the project. That's called Matterport 3D imaging, and they have that. And, you know, you might say, well, what would that be useful for? Well, it's great for, again, ads, you know, like presenting the B&B to your uh, your online potential. But also, you know, maybe you want to get a, um, a scan of the home with the studs and the, and the electrical and the plumbing in before they put the drywall in. You know, scan it before you drywall it. And then you have it forever and you know exactly where everything is. Can't tell you how much I wish we had one of those for our own home. So this is true whether you're talking about um, an ad, whether you're talking about doing a training video, um, anything, a content for social media, kind of all of that stuff. If it involves camera and video, Pelican Drones, they can do it. If you want to get a hold of them, uh, fantastic folks, good friends, pelicandrones.com is the website. The Volkswagen Signed and Drive event returns to Feedmore Imports. And that means with zero down payment, zero due at signing, zero security deposit, and zero first month payment, you can lease the 2024 VW Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan, or Taos at Feedmore Imports today. And as the year comes to a close, enjoy even more savings when you purchase the 2023 Jetta SE, now from 26536, the 2023 Taos from 25281. Or the 2023 Tiguan S, now on sale from 28546. So whether you sign and drive a 2024 Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan Artaus, or enjoy end-of-year savings on select 2023 models, Pete Moore has the VW for you to drive home today. Pete Moore Imports is at 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. For highly qualified customers through Volkswagen Credit, zero first month payment up to nine hundred dollars. Offer ends January second, twenty twenty four. See dealer for details. We interrupt the Strength for Life program schedule to remind you that it's football season. If you're a teen guy in the Pensacola area, Northstone Baptist Church's teen program invites you to participate in a guys-only flag football tournament we will be hosting this Saturday, November 18th. Bring some of the boys and join us for a six-on-six flag football competition on our 11 acres of property, and then food on the grill after the tournament is over. The games begin at 2.30 p.m., and the event will end at 5.30 p.m. The tournament is open to all young men from 7th to 12th grade. You can find Northstone Baptist Church in northwest Pensacola, just west of the intersection of Pine Forest and Nine Mile. 
So look us up and join us for an afternoon of competition this Saturday from 2.30 to 5.30 at Northstone. For more information about the church, visit northstonebaptist.org. To learn more about our weekly Strength for Life programs, videos, and other media, visit strengthforlife.church or our YouTube channel, Strength for Life Pensacola. Hi, this is Earl Ron. At New South Window, we bring the factory to you. Our windows and doors are made with quality in mind, and your products and installation are backed by our lifetime warranty. That's because New South Window knows the importance of single source accountability. We believe in removing the middleman so you get more for your money. This is real factory direct. One company, one call, guaranteed for life. Get New South proud. For a limited time only, save 35% on New South Windows products and installation. Keep climbing. Picked off. He brought it down with one hand. Got it. Goes down. Sacked. This is your home for FSU football. Watson deep downfield. Caught. Touchdown. FSU. Rolling to his left. They're going to throw. End zone. Picked off. Game over. Catch live coverage of the Seminoles all season long right here on your home for Florida State football. Listen to FSU football on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Brought to you by Pensacola Hardware. Pensacola right now, it's like headline news for radio. Every day, 4 to 7, on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. All right, all right, all right. Kings from Queens, from Queens come Kings. We're raising hell like a class when the lunch bell rings. Oh my God, some of these texts are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you all have the best. Four three seven sixteen twenty. Uh, let me see if I can get to a couple of these here. They they are kind of funny. Uh, let's see. Somebody says, uh, "Of course, computer is just driving me crazy. This computer is so good, and then all of a sudden it's just not." Uh, let's see. Uh, Andrew, are you leaking a new program? Late nights with Andrew. Four ninety nine a minute to call in. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, and somebody says, Andrew, so you can easily speak in public, just not on the radio. No, that's true, obviously. Um, and just, you know, somebody else said, uh, God sees our flaws and mistakes with forgiveness and celebrates our successes. Thanks for doing which is the same thing with your reporting. I try, and I do not succeed all the time. I definitely do not. Um, I am not a good Christian a lot of the time, and it pains me, but it's true. Um, sometimes angry, critical, sarcastic Andrew comes out, and sometimes generous, charitable Christian Andrew comes out. And I try to I try to let B be more in charge as much as I can, but I still do not succeed. I'm getting there, working on it. Give me some, give me some patience. Um, oh, and then you know somebody made this note, and I thought, you know, it's true. Um, somebody says, "What's going on with the all male news radio?" I mean, you know, Candy there, Left and Jake is the producer. Yeah, Jam yeah. Left and Jake is the pep talk. Um, <laughs> you know, and then and then Gracie right. left, and now it's uh, Joe and Austin in the afternoons. And then you know the, the folks we have on during the day are all male. I was talking about this with my boss yesterday. I'm like. You know, how do we all of a sudden become like all, you know, only XY chromosomes are on the air? And he's like, yeah, it's okay. And I'm like, and it's true. It's, it's funny. It's so weird around here with just all dudes on the air all the day, all day long. But, you know, I'm, I'm sure it'll change eventually. Jake, you going to leave and we're going to get a woman instead? Uh, well, um, I was going to say, uh, there's a, never mind. I'm not going to go there. No, no, I'm staying. Can I'm you staying. modulate I'm your here. voice at all? Can you pretend? Uh, we can do some, yeah, uh, we can do some effects back there. All right. Here. Uh, yeah. So traffic on the fives with uh, Jake Castra. Well, um, <laughs> Davis Highway is a myth. No, um, no. 
Yeah. Um, if you're headed to uh, I-10 westbound on Davis Highway, um, crews are still they're they're clearing up a, uh, the scene there of an accident that's uh, car slid off the road on that on that uh, exit ramp there. So Davis Highway headed towards I-10 westbound. Uh, Highway 29 is accident free from the Atmore cutoff in Molino through Cantonment. Uh, looks like nine miles accident free. Not showing any delays in Car City. Highway 90 is clear through Milton and Pace. Uh, 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is looking good as well. There's a little bit of backup starting at that at that light at Avalon, uh, headed westbound on 98. If you have traffic info to report this morning, text 437-1620. This is the all-male news radio, 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. We got David Wayne in the newsroom with our headlines. David? I was going to say, don't ask me. I can't get my <laughs> voice that high this early in the I morning. Think, I think your range is a baritone at top. Yeah, It's limited, yes. <laughs> The uh, Senate has passed that bill to fund the government and avoid a shutdown. Yesterday's vote was 87 to 11 with just 60 votes needed to pass the bill. Now heads to President Biden's desk. California is getting $3 million to fix I-10 after it was damaged by that big pallet fire this week. The emergency funding coming from the Department of Transportation uh, to offset initial costs. And uh, Kevin Hart being awarded the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. He'll be accepting that award at a ceremony at the Kennedy Center in uh, March. That award, of course, named for Samuel Clemens, known as Mark Twain. You have a favorite, Mark Twain? Oh. The Leaping Frog of Calaveras County? That's that's a great one. They're all good. I know uh, they are. <laughs> they're so, all there's good. so much. That's Adventures so of Huck Finn was yeah, just no, a classic. It's classic. Have Absolutely. you ever been through the caves? A little, yeah, and I'm like mildly claustrophobic, but my family has done some of that cave stuff in Missouri, and yes. it's weird. It's and wild. fascinating. Yeah, it's just it really absolutely neat. is. And uh, I wish I wish I didn't have any of that, and then I could go squeeze through the like you know 12 inch, you know, crack in the cave or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, no, no, <laughs> pause, pass. I'm I'm not into it. Looking at the bats and all their guano and all that stuff. Uh, David, thanks so much for the update. Seven twenty eight here on News Radio ninety two three. We have one of the uh, relatively new advertisers on the show, ProHealth Florida. Really great, great company. They have, uh, you know, it's female-owned, local, 35 years in business, best of the Bay, best of the coast, best of Pensacola perennially, seven locations in Gulf Breeze uh, uh, by the Whataburger across from Andrews, Santa Rosa Beach, Milton, Crestview, Fort Walton, two in Pensacola, one on Summit and one on uh, College Parkway behind the Sam's Club. They have a walk-in clinic, so if you need health care, you go to them. They walk in 8 to 4 uh, every day of the week. Or sorry, uh, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. And then Saturday, 8 to 1 at the Pensacola location by Sam's Club. And then here's the thing. It, they're kind of like an alternative for if you don't have insurance. Because if you do not have insurance, they have a medical membership plan, the ProHealth Medical Membership Plan, for $45 a month. $45 a month. Unlimited primary care visits, no copay, 24-7 teledoc, and a bunch of other benefits. And what's interesting is about a third of the people that are part of their medical membership plan have regular health insurance. But instead of dealing with that and the deductibles and the copays and all that stuff, they'd rather just pay $45 a month to be done with it and go there whenever they need stuff. And they do all kinds of occupational health screens and lab work, and they'd have a weight loss program. I mean, it's, it really... Very, very cool place. ProHealthFL.com if you want to check them out online. 729 here on News Radio 923. Um, oh, this is just one of those, like, this is interesting as a side note. The uh, Catholic Church has reaffirmed that you cannot be a Catholic and a Freemason. For those of you who are into uh, secret societies of any sort, this may come as an important bit of news to you. Uh, Freemasons, largest worldwide oath bound secret society. Um, and they say it promotes, uh, the Catholics say it promotes ideals and rituals incompatible with the Catholic faith, including indifferentism, the view that somebody can be totally and equally pleasing to God regardless of their religion, 
you know, Catholicism is a little bit more exclusive than that. You know, Jesus is the way, right? Um, and a deistic concept of an architect of the universe as opposed to an involved personal triune God. So uh, the Vatican document reaffirms, quote, those who are formally and knowingly enrolled in Masonic lodges and have embraced Masonic principles uh, fall under the provision of the Catholic Church's 1983 Declaration on Masonic Associations. And the opposition to this, you know, goes back at least as far as 1738 to Pope Clement XII's papal bull condemning Freemasonry. So the, the kind of thing, you you know, and saying it's forbidden. Okay, saying it's forbidden. So the kind of thing you might not hear much about, but an interesting reaffirmation of a longstanding doctrine for the Catholic Church, for those of you who are Catholic. Obviously, it may not apply to you if you're a Baptist or a Methodist or a Presbyterian, but um, I don't know. Think about the issues maybe, too. Fox News, I'm C.J. Puppet. The fighting rages in Gaza between Israel and Hamas while a special operation is taking place underneath the largest hospital in the territory. Israel searching for the tunnels it claims Hamas is using under the Al-Shifa facility. Meanwhile, President Biden spelled out a solution to the Israeli leader and his war cabinet. The only ultimate answer here is a two-state solution that's real. The president, during his news conference yesterday, earlier, he did have a warm welcome for China's President Xi. There's no substitute to face-to-face discussions. I've always found our discussions straightforward and frank, and I've always appreciated them. But after his four-hour meeting, President Biden called his counterpart a dictator in the way he runs a communist country. Meanwhile, President Biden will address the APEC conference at 145 Eastern in San Francisco. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 731 at News Radio 92.3 at 61. Mostly cloudy right now in Pensacola. The executive director of Pensacola's lead agency on homelessness, has suddenly resigned. According to a news release from Opening Doors Northwest Florida, John Johnson resigned effective immediately, citing health and family considerations. Back in September, Opening Doors Northwest Florida started the process of creating a governance board, which was one of the suggestions that federal homeless expert Joe Savage made to local leaders in the summer. Pensacola Mayor D.C. Reeves and Escambia County Administrator Wes Moreno wrote a letter to Johnson at the time, which included a list of suggested names to be considered. Johnson seemed to take issue, telling the PNJ he was disturbed by the, quote, pressure and bullying that is coming out of local government. Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. Thank you very much, Joe. Many of the city of Pensacola's employees will likely see a pay increase early next year. Mayor D.C. Reeves says since he took office, they've done a salary study. It showed city employees' pay was in the 20th percentile among municipalities in the state. Uh, we have... We have uh, firefighters that come in and make $12 an hour. We have people um, that have been working here many years that, that are making $15, $16, $17 an hour. And if you run a business, you understand that that's not sustainable to keep talent. It's not sustainable to re- retain talent. And Reeves says no matter where you work, wages are always one of the top complaints. But he says it's one thing to complain about it, another when the data confirms it. Reeves says they're working on a citywide pay reform that will mainly impact the lowest paid employees in the city. That should take effect sometime in the first quarter of 2024. Former Orange County State Attorney Monique Worrell says the reason Governor DeSantis removed her from office was purely political. She says that lies have been spread about her failing to prosecute cases. She held a news conference yesterday. She was also critical of Andrew Bain. That's the state attorney that took over her job. 
Specifically, she was critical about his decision to return officer-involved shootings to grand juries. My administration considered this position and decided against this practice for very important reasons. One, I ran on a platform of transparency. And grand jury proceedings are anything but transparent. And Worrell is now filed for re-election and also plans to argue her case in front of the Florida Supreme Court next month. Well, it's that time of year. ECUA is watching your water usage to determine your monthly sewer rates for the rest of the year. What we do is during the time from about the middle of November to about the middle of February, uh, we take consumption used during those 90 days, average them, and then that's uh, the basis upon which your sewer is billed the rest of the day, uh, rest of the year, because that then recognizes that you're not uh, washing cars, filling pools, uh, irrigating your lawn and landscaping, things like that, uh, water that doesn't make it back to the sewer system. ECUA Executive Director Bruce Woody there, he says a lot of the water used during warmer months doesn't actually go back into the sewer system, and the only way to determine the rates accurately is to uh, use average the use during the colder months. Well, a state lawmaker wants to punish college students that show support for Hamas. Sumter County Republican State Representative John Temple filed a bill yesterday. It would force students from Florida to pay out-of-state tuition rates if they were to promote Hamas or other foreign terrorist groups. It would also make the students ineligible to receive financial aid. A similar bill has now been filed in the state Senate as well. 735, let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Jake, what are you seeing? Well, no major accidents to report, just some slowdowns. Uh, We did have an accident earlier. It looks like it's pretty much cleared up on uh, Davis Highway headed to the ramp for I-10 westbound. A car slid off the road there earlier this morning. Crews were on the scene, but it looks like it's clearing up. Highway 29 south through Cantonment, uh, it's really starting to back up at the light at the raceway. Also down the road a little bit, Highway 29 um, headed towards uh, the East 10 Mile Road, right before you get to that intersection, showing some major slowdown there as well. Highway 90 looks clear through Milton and Pace, and Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze, Navarre, over into Winhaven is flowing smoothly. If you have any traffic info to report, text 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. We will have a much nicer day today with a small chance of rain in the morning. As we head into the afternoon, mostly cloudy skies, high near 68 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 60 degrees. For our Friday, partly cloudy skies, high near 72. Friday night, temperatures dropping near 60 degrees. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. 61 right now in Pensacola, 62 in Gulf Breeze, and 61 in Milton. Our next news at 8. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Jennifer Koshenko with your Money Now. The New York State Attorney General has set her sights on snack and soda giant PepsiCo in a groundbreaking lawsuit accusing the company of excessive pollution and endangering public health with its single-use plastic products. Filed in Erie County, the suit is among the first in the nation to target a major plastics producer and seeks to force the company to help clean up contamination and pay for damages caused in part by their products, along with Buffalo River and in the surrounding region. Ford is bringing a new feature to its vehicles that enables customers to give instantaneous feedback to the automaker. When activated, the feature works by recording and relaying whatever feedback a customer has chosen to express verbally to Ford, while also pulling certain vehicle-related data. Owners can initiate it via a button on the onboard screen in the car. So far, it's been added to about 300,000 vehicles. That's your money now. 
A lot of love goes into a Subaru, and thanks to the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, a lot of love comes out, too. Right now, when you purchase or lease a new Subaru, Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of four nationally recognized charities, the ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels, or the National Park Foundation. Or choose our local charity, the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association, and Anderson Subaru will donate an extra $150 to Subaru's donation. And for every routine Subaru vehicle service visit, Anderson Subaru will donate $5 more to the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association. So far, we've donated over $140,000 to help fight breast cancer in Pensacola. Be a part of something bigger at the Subaru Share the Love event, November 16th through January 2nd. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. $250 donation for new purchase or lease. Promotion ends January 2nd. See retailer or andersonsubaru.com slash share for details. Rumors of Fleetwood Mac, the world's finest tribute to Fleetwood Mac, returns to the stage in 2023. A brand new show celebrating the very best of Fleetwood Mac. A unique opportunity for fans both old and new to rediscover the songs and performances that have ensured Fleetwood Mac's place as one of the most loved groups of all time. Personally endorsed by Fleetwood Mac founding member Mick Fleetwood. Live at Pensacola Sanger Theater on November 22nd. The ultimate tribute to Fleetwood Mac. Tickets are on sale now from Ticketmaster.com. Local news with News Radio's news team. I'm David Wayne for News Radio 92.3. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio 92.3. I'm News Director Joe Ford. Local news radio is so important because during major events or emergencies, you may not always be near a TV. Your phone and internet may go out, but radio is easily accessible and often the first source for information you need to know. On News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Forty here on News Radio ninety two three, informative, local, dependable, and uh, sometimes awkward and funny and self uh, humiliating. Uh, <laughs> it does happen. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Joining us now, Mike Wood. He is the public information officer for the Pensacola Police Department. Mike, welcome back to the show, sir. Hey, good morning to all you gentlemen at News Radio. <laughs> oh, oh, it's brutal. All right, all right. That's, I'll, we'll take it. It's, he listens. It's accurate. He does listen. Oh, that's good. Hey, um, one thing, uh, obviously we're going to get to this video and the arrest of this woman, um, but before we get to that, I did want to ask you, uh, I talked to the mayor yesterday and asked him the same question, but the um, uh, shot spotter technology, the Scambia Sheriff's Office has rolled this out about two weeks ago. The city is still yet to roll it out. I think we're looking at an early December, so probably still about two or three or four weeks in the future. Um and look, you know, I don't know what goes into each agency rolling this out. It struck me as odd that the sheriff's office would have it deployed and, and PPD wouldn't yet have it deployed. Is there a reason for that? Well, we've got to finish mounting the uh, microphones or the sensors, if you would. And to do that, sometimes you're on private property. You have to get permission. You have to get all of that um, taken care of and buttoned up before you can complete that. So uh, we're on schedule to get that going, uh, like the mayor said, in December, early December. And uh, we'll let you know when we have it up and running. It's not going to be long. Okay, very good. And I mean, I just, I, I'm eager for it to be working. And I didn't know if there was a reason other than some kind of strange logistics or whatever. But, um, you know, obviously it's already produced. I think WEAR last night reported uh, 17, you know, already for the sheriff's office, which, uh, you know, I think that's likely to be the case. We're going to get a bunch 
Um, and then people are going to have to learn not to shoot their guns off in the city, you know, even when it's not a crime, which it can often be. That just, you know, all the other ways people shoot their guns off because uh, the technology is uh, amazing. Let's um, let's talk about this video, this arrest video. The um, For people who might not have seen it, you have uh, two officers, a white officer and a black officer, um, who are trying to, you know, get a woman out of a car. And apparently they've identified her as needing uh, arrest because she has warrants. And her friend is there. She gets out of the car. And then she runs, and they're yelling at her not to do that. They tackle her. They take her down. We didn't. We don't see that on the video from the friend. Uh, but then coming from behind the two officers who are on top of her, and she's a relatively small woman, um, you know, her friend is, what are you doing? Why are you punching her? Because the, the one officer that happens to be a black officer, he's a black uh, suspect, um, is on the ground, and he's got her kind of in a chokehold or a headlock or something like that. It's hard for me to out, and then he's punching her a couple of times. And the video, it looks bad. And what I said yesterday is every arrest looks bad um, because you don't know what arrests look like. When people resist, it's always going to be ugly. And so uh, let's talk about this a little bit. My thought, Mike, is I almost feel like there's an education campaign that needs to happen because the cops know how arrests are supposed to look and when they don't look right. But the average person would think that pretty much every resist of an arrest is going to look wrong. And I don't know, can you maybe put out videos of proper protocol arrests so that people can develop a baseline of what it's supposed to look like compared to what they think? Because that seems to me to be the problem here is that people see something and they just don't know what normal is, and so they think it looks like abuse. Well, it's because normal arrest videos, which you know we record every arrest that we make, uh, the normal ones, the ones where people are compliant, are are boring yeah. to, to the human brain. That's not something that, that they're going to lock in on. They're going to lock in on the ones that are violent. So uh, if we release every video of a normal arrest, people would just get tired of looking at it. Well, and I mean, uh, fortunately for us... I mean, the, I mean the ones where there's resisting. I, I know the compliant ones. You don't need to release those. But I just, like, this is what happens when people resist, you know? Well, so you have two kinds of resistance. You have passive resistance and you have active resistance. Passive is when somebody just will not get out of the car. They might roll up the window and lock the door. They may sit in the street and not get up when instructed to do so. And then they may lock their arms and legs where the officer has difficulty handcuffing them. That is passive. Active is when they decide to use violence and, and, and try to hurt the officer in, in an attempt to get away. So that those are the ones that generally uh, go, quote, viral on on. Uh, on the internet and uh, the ones that look uh, ugly and sometimes police work is ugly. And, uh, and that's what we saw this week. And, and in, and in this case, um, as you had, you know, said before, she was what grabbing at his eyes, gouging at his eyes, which you can't see through his body on the other side of his body from the video that we've seen, which means that the video we've seen is very misleading because it does not show the totality of the case. It only shows after when he's, you know, punching her basically, and you think, my God, why is this big guy punching this little girl? Well, there's a lot you're not seeing, right? Yeah, there's a lot. You know, we've I know that I've seen at least three different camera angles. I believe there's a fourth out there because, again, you know, we don't mind people taking their cell phones out and recording us because we're already recording ourselves. Um, and when, if you look at the other camera angles, that we can clearly see uh, what actually happened uh, during that scuffle. Uh, she was gouging his right eye with her finger, and and just to put this into perspective, you know we've heard some uh, had some pushback on her size versus his size, which actually uh, the two are quite close in in weight. So um, that's not a factor. But getting back to gouging someone's eye 
to put that into perspective, you, you'll take a finger, just pick any finger you want and apply pressure to your eyeball. You'll quickly understand that the size of the person applying the pressure simply does not matter. Right. I mean, think about what we teach people in self-defense courses. What do we teach everybody is that no matter what the size of the person you're dealing with, eyes, throat, and groin, right? You can hurt any man in those areas and any woman, certainly in eyes and throat and probably groin. And so you teach people that because, you know, it doesn't matter if you're big or small. If you're sticking your finger in somebody's eye, that's all you got to do typically. That, so that's a major assault or battery. Yes, it is. Yeah, it can cause it can cause major damage, and uh, you know the officer is out on medical leave uh, because of the injuries that he sustained. So, you know, these like I said, these things can get uh, quite ugly, and we don't want to use force upon anybody. But just a, a quick note that officers never start with force; they are met with force, and they have to use force in order to stop that fight and complete that arrest. This is not something that we start. This is not something that we want, uh, but it's something that we must react to. And, you know, as, as we've talked about this, both me on the air and, you know, you know, I've talked about this before, but, you know, um, resistance is never going to produce the outcome that you think it is. Um, you know, complying at least puts you in a position to later make the argument, make the case, have a lawyer, do those things. But, you know, resisting and, you know, battering an officer is never going to help you in any way. It's you're, And you're going to lose. I mean, that's that's the problem. You're going to lose and your charges are going to escalate. And it, But then, you know, this very particular video comes out and people have a certain reaction to it um, because of, you know, kind of how they understand police work, which is typically not very well. We'll come back to this in just a second. We're talking to Mike Wood, the PP, uh, the uh, public information officer for PPD. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Well, if you're on Highway 29 South coming through Cantonment, uh, before you get to the raceway, that light there is really starting to back up. Also, once you get through there and get moving again, it's going to slow down again uh, once you get towards East 10 Mile Road. So just, uh, just be aware it's going to be a little slow going through there. Highway 98 westbound is starting to slow down at Avalon on Garcon Point um, at that light. and uh, But it looks like Highway 90 is clear through Milton and Pace. And uh, Chamukla Highway, Woodbine Road, uh, Berry Hill Road, all clear. If you have any traffic info to report, text 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, back to Mike Wood, the uh, public information officer for PPD. Uh, Mike, can we talk a little bit about the friend in this case? Because, you know, on the video, she gets very close, and then he pushes her or kicks at her or something. Um, she's demanding to know why he won't talk to her while he's in the middle of an active physical arrest and just had his eyes gouged out. Can you maybe talk a little bit about reasonability in observation and video recording in distance? Yeah, in a situation like that, the officer simply does not have time to chat. Uh, he's got to uh, finish that arrest. He's got to take her into custody and handcuff her. And part of the video that you did not see and, and uh, was, was afterwards when the arrest was made, when uh, this young lady was placed in the back of a patrol car, they talked to the friend. They explained to her exactly what happened, why they did what they did, and the friend was apologetic. She understood. Uh, again, that's part that, that you did not see on social media. So uh, we can't uh, – the officers were already at a bad um, position. They were both on the ground, and when she approached the way she did, she had the upper hand. She was standing. They were, they were lying down, and that's an officer safety issue. That's uh, one that we have to pay close attention to. And when we order somebody to get back, when they get close, they've got to get back or they too can be arrested. Because the officer can't know whether that person's only got a phone, got a knife, got a gun, got who knows what, right? That's the, the officer is trying to control the situation, affect the arrest and keep themselves safe all at the same time, right? Yes, they were, like I said, they were already at a, at a uh, bad position being on the ground the way they were. So 
when we tell people to get back, um, again, we don't mind them uh, recording the arrest. We don't mind any of that, but we do when it becomes when they are within arm or leg legs reach. Uh, which she was, where they could do harm to the officer, they must get back and let the officer uh, do his job. Uh, I, I assume you're going to release the body cam or the compiled video from the cruiser of the body camera so that people can see you know, what actually happened once the internal investigation is done? Yeah, this is a, there's a review going on like there always is with use of force incidents. Um, the uh, chain of command looks at this, and once it's over with, we'll be glad to uh, release that video. It's going to do nothing but... Um, uh, back our case up on, on what we've been saying on on the different angles, and you're able to see exactly what happened and the uh, the damage that was being done to the officer. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this question. That you may not be able to answer, but I'm gonna ask it anyway because I know the investigation, and you don't want to prejudice that. But okay, putting everything else aside, you've been a cop for a long time. You know, I mean, though you're only 29, you've been a cop for a long time. Um, You've seen a lot of arrests. You've conducted a lot of arrests. You've been in fights, seen fights, um, all this stuff. When you watch this video, is there anything in it that concerns you? Not at all. Absolutely not. Simple enough. Uh, all right, Mike, we always like to end with a um, uh, a cop myth or a did you know. Do you have one for us this week? Yeah, it's a bit of trivia. So I'm going to ask you a question, and I'll give you four choices and see if you can pick the right one. Oh, good. Um, I'm on the spot. What, Fantastic. I'm excited. Go on. Yes. Yes, let's let's do this. In, in the United States, which state had the first female sheriff? North Carolina, New York, California, or Massachusetts? Oh, I, how? North Carolina. You got it. Wow. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. Blind, wild, yeah, swinging yeah, guess. Nice. Yeah, I'll come up with some tickets or something I can get to you. That was good. <laughs> so it's... In, in 1920, the city of Pittsburgh, North Carolina, elected uh, Myrtle Siler as the county's first female sheriff. And just a few years prior, the Los Angeles Police Department welcomed the first African-American policewoman in the United States, Georgia Ann Robinson, who started with the department in 1916. Interesting. So, you so we got about, what did you say was the year 1920? What was the year? 1920. Yeah, okay. So Pittsburgh, we got about 100 years a hundred years of um, um, uh, female leadership and female presence in police in America. That's interesting. All right, I'll, I'll take it. That's very good. Uh, Mike Wood, he is the public information officer for the PPD. Mike, as always, thank you for the time. Thanks for helping us understand law enforcement a little bit better and answer my questions. I always appreciate it, sir. Yes, sir. 752 here on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. If you're getting to that point in your relationship with your car where you're like, Mm, I don't know if I want to keep making this happen. Hey, that's fine. That's normal. Every car has a lifespan. And when you get toward the end of it, it's time to go to Frontier Motors and look around and find cars that are, you know, one or two or three years old with low miles and great condition and good prices. And I'll tell you, the buying part is easy. It's the after buying part that's really kind of amazing, the unexpected part. And uh, one thing is when you buy a car, something cool happens. I don't want to ruin it for you. If you know, you know. And if you don't, I don't want to ruin it for you. But the other thing is... um, They'll call you, at least I assume they will, because I know they called me six months after I bought the car to make sure everything was okay. Yeah, everything's okay. I bought the car. What more do you want from me? You know, that was kind of my attitude, but he's like, okay, just checking. And then, you know, a year after we bought the van, he says, he calls Calvin, our sales guy, he calls me up. He says, is there anything, anything that's not right with the car? And I'm like, one of the keys, like the fobs work fine, but the physical keys, you know, one of them works, one of them doesn't. He's like, well, bring it in and we'll replace it. And I'm like, I'm going to think it in my head. I'm not rude enough to say it out loud. But I said, yeah, I bet you will for 150 bucks. And so I instead I said, well, how much would that be? He's like, oh, nothing. You you bought a car expecting two keys. You get two keys. We'll fix it on us. Okay. So I took the car in and they gave me a new key. And I'm like, okay, thanks. 
And but that's the point. They stand behind their vehicles. They make sure that, you know, the typical, like, you kind of regret the thing that you did with the used car place. It's the opposite with Frontier. I just, I almost wish I could buy more cars from them than I need because they're such a good place to do business with. Uh, so, yeah, I don't expect to buy just one car from them. I expect to buy all the cars I ever buy from them. Frontier Motors serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, right behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. A gift certificate from Stillwater's Day Spa and Medical Spa is the perfect way to say thank you to your Christmas party host. After all of the preparation and work, they need to relax, and Stillwaters makes it easy for you. You can get a gift certificate on your way to the gathering by going to swmedspa.com on your smartphone, and then have it emailed or printed out at home. Stillwaters Day and Medical Spa, voted best day spa on the coast and best of the bay 17 years in a row. swmedspa.com. Now it's time for another tip from ADX Digital, your comprehensive digital marketing partners. Do you know the impact video has in the minds of your future customer? In today's world, the average person consumes up to six hours of video a day. That is 25% of their time. If that large of a segment of their day is spent watching video, what's your company doing to create consumable content? Does your marketing and advertising strategy reflect appearing where they're watching this content? If it doesn't yet, it will soon. We are ADX Digital, and we help businesses leverage the power of video by putting brands just like yours in front of consumers using a wide variety of video marketing strategies, including social media mirroring, OTT, Amazon, video pre-roll, YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, and more. Ready to learn how we can do this for you? Email me today at connect at adxdigitalmarketing.com. That's connect at adxdigitalmarketing.com. ADX Digital, your comprehensive digital marketing partners. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine. It can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. News Radio 923 AM 1620 is accepting applications for employment. Periodically, we have openings in sales, business, news, promotions, engineering, production, and programming. We'll keep your application for consideration when such an opening occurs. We also provide internships for qualified students. Apply online at News Radio 923 or at our studios at 7251 Plantation Road between 8:30 a.m. and 5:30 p.m. ADX Communications is an equal opportunity employer. The Pensacola Expert Panel. Pep Talk. Mornings 9 till 11 on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. The orders were for your protection. The orders were for your protection. <laughs> I think we can handle one little girl. I sent two units. They're bringing her down now. No, Lieutenant, your men are already.
Good morning, 757 News Radio 923. A little late to get into traffic here with Jake. Traffic, sir, go ahead. All right. Highway 29, if you're headed south through Cantonment, uh, once you get towards the raceway, that light right there is really backing up. Also, once you get through there, uh, headed towards East 10 Mile Road, we're showing slowdown headed south there as well. Uh, Highway 98 westbound at Avalon Garcon Point is really starting to back up. And uh, also, once you get through there, the Naval Oaks uh, Preserve there is also looking slow. Uh, Highway 90 is clear from Milton into Pace, and uh, looks like other way, otherwise around town, no slowdowns on Cervantes or Bayfront Parkway. Um, this uh, traffic report is brought to you by Executive Landscaping. Big enough to get the job done, yet small enough to care. Call 250-3756 for a no-hassle estimate. That's 250-3756 for Executive Landscaping. If you have traffic tips, 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. David Wayne in the newsroom with our headlines. David? A proposed Texas law that would allow local cops there to arrest and detain people they think could be illegal immigrants will likely face a legal challenge. The Supreme Court and various federal courts have said repeatedly that these kinds of activities related to immigration enforcement are the purview of the federal government. Uh, that's Tem- Texas Democratic Congressman Joe Quinn Castro, and he plans to ask the government to stop that law, and it's also facing opposition from the Mexican government. Uh, and Israel ordering Palestinians to leave four towns in the southern part of Gaza. They dropped leaflets from airplanes overnight, warning civilians to evacuate and go to known shelters. Mm, wow. All right. To the south, you said. Yeah, four towns in the southern part of Gaza. Interesting. Okay, very good. David, thanks so much for the update. 437-1620 is always my phone number. And uh, be listening because we have some tickets to give away next hour. The uh, rumors of by Fleetwood Mac, uh, we have a couple of tickets to give away for that. So be listening next hour. You're listening to News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Free's Milton, Pensacola.